the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Hey, Pastor, doesn't science disprove the Bible? Isn't Genesis just a fairy tale? Is God for real? Did he really create everything in six literal days? Didn't God just use the Big Bang? Why is there death and suffering? Do you really believe the Bible? Didn't man evolve from apes? For answers to these questions and more, stand by for Believing the Bible. Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Ed Salzadel, both directors of the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. Again today, we have Russ Miller with Creation, Evolution, and Science Ministries out of Arizona. We discussed on the last program how they offer a wide variety of rim and raft trips, grand staircase tours, and some great things on their website including topics that he will come and present for people, his books, including The Cost, which is recently out. One of the interesting things I saw on your website is you do have a Frequently Asked Questions page, and I find that very useful when I see that. I think that a lot of folks do, and I know I was getting started uh, having answers to common questions. It really helped me a great deal. So, yeah, I hope people will take advantage of that. Okay. I was also fascinated looking at your background in the fact that for many years you were a theistic evolutionist, but then around 98 you got tapes of creation speakers and started to do an investigation of your own and just figured out that the observable science did not fit the Darwinian theory nor old earth creation of any type. I came to the same conclusion back in 1985 when the head of the biology department at Air Force Academy did some presentations and made it very clear. You can believe in creation or you can believe in evolution, but you can't believe in both. And that caused me to do 15 months of study, collecting materials much as you did, and coming to the same conclusion. And I was fascinated by seeing that. What was your experience? Pretty much the same. I was a, first of all, I graduated college, ended up getting, having 174 college credits, and I started my own nationwide business. And, uh, you know, honestly, I, I don't know how much of my college I ever actually used in the real world, but <laughs> that's another issue altogether. Um, but I started a, a very successful nationwide business, and I was one of the 15 to 20 percent of Christian raised kids that went through college and still came out a believer. We're losing about 80 to 85 percent of our kids have been quite a while now, which is one reason I do what I do, by the way, and I imagine it's why you share as well, a big part of it. But when I came out of college, I just figured God must have used evolution in millions of years. It's the only thing that we're we're told about or, or taught. I wasn't a theistic evolutionist that was out selling it to other people. There's some guys that they just bet everything on it and they become diehard. So I wasn't in that position. And 
Uh, when I saw some information stand up for their biblical creation, what the Bible actually says, it didn't take very long for me to realize I'd been lied to in college, especially with some of the frauds in the biology books trying to s support Darwinian-type change. So I spent actually almost three years studying it very intently. In fact, I read more books on creation, evolution, age of the earth issues than I did for my college credits. And I started watching a lot of, at that time, videos from various speakers and groups and one day I was about to watch a video after about three years of this and it was almost like God tapped me on the shoulder and said Russ you know this as well as anybody here's what I want you to do well the next day I went to my wife and I I was 44 at the time and plan was actually to retire in five years I was going to retire at the age of 49 and spend the rest of my life doing the important and things of life, playing golf, working out, hunting Cape Buffalo and Zimbabwe, you know, the important things. Uh -huh. At the age of 44, I told my wife, I don't think God wants me just working and making money and goofing off the rest of my life. I think he wants me getting this information to people. And my wife said, if you feel that's what God wants us to do, that's what we should do. So just so you know, I blame it on her now. And uh, <laughs> Incidentally, from experience, I will tell you that don't work. <laughs> it doesn't. I can attest to that. But so we've been doing this together now. This is the start of our 22nd year, and we've traveled all around the country and do our Grand Canyon tours. Up until COVID hit, I was taking about a thousand people a year on Grand Canyon tours, and oh, we of course speak in, in conferences and it's in churches. And God keeps us pretty busy. Several years ago, I decided I, I wasn't going to be part of the groups that send out mass emails and mailings. I felt that God wanted me doing this. I wanted to be in it for the purest of reasons, and I just wanted to let him open doors if, if he chose to do so. And ever since, we've been busy as we can be, and God's good to us, takes care of us, and he lets us get out and serve him, which we were honored to do. And we hopefully get information to people that makes eternal differences in their lives. Well, we praise God for your ministry. Again, Creation, Evolution, and Science Ministries. Their website is creationministries.org which has a number of things available to it, including their multiple outdoor trips through the Grand Canyon. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Ed Salzadel and Russ Miller. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A.org. Again today, we're with Russ Miller from Creation Evolution and Science Ministries. And again, their website is at creationministries.org. One of the things that I get often, I haven't done as much as you. I'm only approaching a thousand seminars and church talks that I've done. But is why should we even be concerned about the age of the earth? What does that have to do about the gospel message or anything else? How do you answer that one? That's a great question, and but it's a question that takes a little bit of time to answer because there's several vital points. First of all, let's take it from the secular standpoint. Millions and billions of years of beliefs, which were only invented, the modern ones were only invented about 200 years ago and only started to become popular about 160 years ago. The old earth beliefs from a secular standpoint are their entire foundation. Now, they're the foundation of Darwinism, humanism, modern atheism, Gnosticism, and all the compromised positions inside of, of the church to date. Theistic evolution, progressive creation, gap theories, people trying to figure out how do we put these millions of years into God's work. Yeah. So from the secular standpoint, it's very important. But what about from the Christian standpoint? A lot of people will say, well, you know, it doesn't matter if God used six days or six billion years as long as he did it. Well, first of all, it does matter because he actually says what he did. So it's a matter of can you trust God's word? But 
as much as anything, and I explain this right up front uh, in almost all of my messages, Scott, you know, one of the top questions a good skeptic or scoffer will ask a Christian to undermine their trust in God's word is how can you explain this this loving God of yours in this world full of death and suffering? Well, the biblical answer is so simple it blows people away when I explain it to them. Most Christians cannot biblically answer that question today. How can we have a loving God in this world full of death and suffering? Well, the biblical answer is right there in Genesis 1 and 3. And that answer is God didn't give us the world the way it is today, full of death and suffering. God gave us a perfect creation. My book costs, that C is creation. Well, what happened to it? Why is it full of death today? Well, because of Adam's first sin. Adam's original sin brought on the curse, which allowed death to enter. And that's why we live in a world full of death, yet we have a loving biblical God. Well, well, how loving is that God? Well, see, that original sin also separated us from God. And that's what we deserve for eternity, is to be separated. But he is so loving that he sent his only begotten son to suffer and die on a cross, taking our punishment so that those who believe in him as Lord and Savior are redeemed with him for eternity. But when you put millions of years of death before Adam, and someone asks you, how can we have a loving God in this world full of death and suffering? You can't answer that question because you can't say, well, it was Adam's sin that brought in death. If you also believe it was death that brought in Adam. So it's a huge problem and it's very subtle, yet it's totally devastating. And most people don't give it a thought, but most Christians today cannot answer that simple question. How can we have a loving God in this world full of death and suffering? And the reason is because of old Ruth beliefs that put death before Adam. You are echoing something that we've heard on this radio program with multiple interviews. When I've talked to Cam Ham, when I've talked to Randy Galuza with ICR, when I've talked to Brian Thomas of ICR, when I've talked to Dr. Carl Baugh, when you try to fit billions of years of death into the Bible, you are doing violence to the gospel of Jesus Christ. Because if there was already death before Adam, before the creation of man, why did a Savior even need to come? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And that's really what my acronym COST sets out. My book COST, the creation, original sin, the separation, and the need for redemption. And if you throw death in there before Adam's original sin, that supposedly, according to the Bible, brought in death, you've lost the whole foundation of the gospel message. And it does tremendous harm, and it also gives the enemy their foundation, which is millions of years of time. And that's why the global flood is of vital importance. It's why I lead tours to Grand Canyon, and I explain the two miles of uh, layers that used to exist above the rim that have been removed, and there's no way to explain that but global flood. And it's why we're really in this battle is to let people know they can trust God's word, as I like to say, word for word and cover to cover. I think you've already answered my second question about how does the Grand Canyon support the biblical worldview. It's it's really a laboratory showing exactly what a, how the flood was laid down and then the erotozoic period afterwards, is it not? It is. Number one, it's one of the five pillars of secular beliefs. It's one of their biggest hitters. And when we take people there, we take Christians there, we can turn that upside down on them in in less than five minutes. They will not even talk about the missing miles of rock layers that used to exist above the Kaibab limestone, which makes up the rim of the canyon. And it's very easy to win the debate there, but you have to be able to get into it. And that's the reason Grand Canyon's important. It's basically, it's, you can show undeniable proof 
for flooding that had to be on a global scale. We've only got 30 seconds left, but one of the things I found fascinating when I was watching your discussion with David Reeves on creation of the 21st century is that while a lot of secular geologists have come to the conclusion, well, the Grand Canyon was cut by the releasing of an earthen dam with waters held back, they wouldn't say after the flood, but from a huge lake elsewhere that rained down, which is closer to the truth. There are some people who are hanging to the river theory so much that they say that the river cut down into the rock at the same point as the upwarp of that entire area. Are they fooling themselves in a ridiculous way? Yes, that's called the antecedent or ancient river theory. It's really been completely debunked and has been for 60 years, but a lot of people still believe it because they don't have a viable way to explain the canyon's formation that includes millions of years of time. And there's actually three or four really good theories on how it formed quickly, either directly or as a direct post-flood event as a result of the global flood. So I usually share a couple of different scenarios and let people know that, hey, there's still a lot of research going on on exactly how it formed. There are several good theories that explain how it formed quickly, no good theories that explain how it formed slowly. And it is one of the five pillars of old earth beliefs. Russ, we thank you for this great ministry. We remind people again that they can get more from you at creationministries.org. Information for creation events in our area are on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletter. Our website has a link for contact information on which you can order our newsletter to be emailed to you or you can call us. Also go to whyshouldyoubelieve.com. That is Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m. We are now meeting at Faith Lutheran Church just south of the corner of Jones Maltzberger in Thousand Oaks. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane. And for Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and Ed Salzville, thanks for listening. And we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.